Bow. Hey. Welcome to the Sean Boyles podcast. I am Sean Boyles. I don't have intro music today because uh, the iPad is not doing what I want it to do and I don't have it with me and I'm not at home and a bunch of just excuses or 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 explanations that you don't necessarily need to go ahead and enjoy yourself listening to me babble on about whatever it is we're going to babble on about today. Um I haven't been able to um get to um the podcast uh I've been neglecting it and I I feel bad about that, but at the same time I've been very uh, very busy. I've had a lot of things I've been trying to do uh, and get done. I've had a backlog of uh, jobs that I've been trying to get through. I have one more day on this job, this very big job that I've been doing. Uh, a full-blown house remodel. And I've, as you guys know, I'm a painter. Um, so uh, I've been painting my balls off. And... Um, and so uh, here we are. Uh, I got a few. I got a little bit of time before I need to go to a gig, and um, I'm gonna. So I figured, hey, I gotta. I could bang out a podcast real quick uh, before I get home. I'm not even near my house. I'm uh, uh, a little bit away, away from the home, and I pulled off, found a nice little park, and um, I probably look like a psychopath, uh, but there's no kids. I'm not like in a parking lot, like looking through my windshield and, and peeking at kids. You know what I mean? Like that's creepy. I'm not trying to do that. I don't want to do that. I don't want to be that. I don't want anybody to think I'm doing that. Um, but I am in a park in a parking lot of a park. Um, and, uh, we're gonna, we're gonna go over some things. Um, I forgot to mention in the last podcast, um, uh, the details of the two, uh, Zed shows that were done. um, Oh shit! Where were the dates on those? The eighteenth and eighteenth uh, and nineteenth, Friday and Saturday. Um, good shows. Uh, the Friday night show was okay. Um, we hadn't rehearsed going into that show, and um, the two bands that were uh, from out of town that we were playing with, uh, uh, the Age of Truth from uh, Philadelphia and uh, La Chinga from Canada, Canada. Um, uh, they didn't bring gear except for, you know, guitars and pedals and stuff. Um, so uh, Zed was kind enough to let them borrow, uh, let us, let them use our, our, our gear. Now, um, when you do that, um, you're trusting that the other musicians are not going to abuse your gear. You're trusting that there's going to be um, uh, care taken. Uh, you're trusting that um, that just, you know we're going to be cool. We're going to, we're not going to, we're not going to do anything crazy. Okay. Um, especially with drums, uh, drums, you hit things with, you hit the drums with a stick. And if you're doing it right, you're probably hitting the drums with some velocity. And so it is known that, you know, at least, uh, a drummer, if he's going to use another person's kit, you bring what's called your breakables. You bring your cymbals, you bring your sticks, you bring your own pedal, and you bring your own snare drum. Snare drum gets hit more in, more often than anything else on the kit. Uh, one of the dr- uh, the drummer from Age of Truth did not bring a pedal or a snare drum, so I had to let him use that stuff of mine. Um, 
But the other thing that uh, um, is always a miss for me as, you know, I'm, I, I have no problem letting people use my kit. It's not a big deal. It's rare that somebody hits harder than I do. So they're not going to put the damage on the kit that I'm going to put on. Um, uh, but uh, I am a left-handed drummer. So my drum kit is completely backwards to which most people play the kit. And um, I, uh, you know, and I'm, it's, it's fine to move the kit around. You set it up right-handed for these weird right-handed players. And to be honest, when I see a left-handed drummer play, it looks weird for me too. Okay. I'm not some, one of these guys that like, you know, it's just, I see a left-handed drummer. It looks weird. I'm so used to seeing right-handed drummers and, you know, right-handed guitar players. Anytime you see a lefty, it just looks weird. It doesn't look bad. It just looks weird. So I'm one of these weird guys that sets up completely backwards. So we got to set things up completely right-handed backwards for me, for, uh, for these guys to play. And they adjust the heights of the cymbal stands and adjust the height of the seat. And it's all, it's all well and good. But that first night, I couldn't get my kit back adjusted to how I like it. And I felt like I did not have a good set. Now, I have watched video from that set. And it sounds fine. It didn't look like I was doing... I, you know, there was a couple of parts in the video where it caught me drop, dropping a stick. Which is super rare for me. Uh, not to toot my own horn, but I don't drop a lot of sticks. Um, uh, but nonetheless, I did not feel very good about the set as far as my own playing was concerned. Although everybody told me, uh, told me different. And then, um, but the next night, complete redemption. So that first night we played at the Golden Bull in Oakland, California. And the next night we played at a place called Willow Den in San Jose. Now Willow Den is not used to having heavy music. Uh, they have had bands play there on occasion but it's usually a cover band um hits of the 80s and shit like that you know they might have a dj come in and play stuff they haven't really had any loud rock um uh, especially any anything heavy so this was the first time they were trying that i uh, i believe it was a, a success um the manager and the owner seemed uh, pretty happy with what we did and the amount of people we brought in um but definitely had a way better set i felt way better about the playing the second night um i got things set up like i wanted i was able to do the stuff i wanted to do uh, musically and very happy with how all that came out we had a good time everybody was happy and we made a couple bucks it was great um so anyway that was i should have mentioned that on the last thing last podcast so uh, a little catch up on that but be it that there's been a little bit time since the last one and this one you know, a week and a half or so, a lot of things have happened. A lot of things I want to try to touch on. Uh, a lot of things and ideas that have come up that I want to discuss. Uh, first of all, uh, I updated my phone with the new uh, uh, operating system. The new uh, I have an iPhone uh, XR, and uh, it had the new update. And the new update has changed the look on things. I opted for the black background thing, so my letters are white. I can actually see it better than than the black on white. Uh, so I have I have white on black, um, like most of the porns I like to watch. No, that's not that's not true. Um, I don't care what color the person. Who cares anyway? It doesn't matter. Um, so we got, but um. I've had there's they've changed like layouts of stuff and and things are in different spots and every time I open up a, a an app maybe I don't use it very often and, and it's there's like a whole new setup thing and 
It's not like learning a phone all over again without having without having bought a new phone. A little weird. Um, shouldn't be a big deal, but hey, it is what it is. Um, a um, uh, what do we got? So I'm looking through my notes. I wrote. So here's what's going on with me now. I gotta write things down. As I'm getting older, I gotta write things down. I don't remember. I'm forgetting things. I used to be a lot better at remembering things and I could fucking know I just remembered stuff and I don't remember shit anymore. Who are you now? What's my name? I don't know. I just don't remember. And so I'm having to write stuff down. So I got a list of things I wanted to talk about and uh and I and I told myself that I wouldn't mention that I was looking at a list to go through my thing, but uh, then again, if you're doing a thing and you're trying to be real about what you're doing, you're going to be honest with what you're doing. And I'm being honest with the fact that I'm looking at my list. And I'm looking at this list and I'm like, what the fuck do I want to talk about that shit for? Um, <laughs> this is, these are dumb. These are dumb things that I wrote here. But um, uh, is the need for diversity more important than the need for just high quality output? Oh, what an interesting topic. That's fucking, who gives a fuck? Uh, <laughs> um, output should be the ultimate goal, right? You should have good output. Shouldn't matter who is doing it. Is the need to have different people making up the people that have the output or that make the output. Is that what's important? Um, I don't know. Maybe it's important for getting all the ideas and all the different uh, 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 different backgrounds of, of, of people to come up with a thing. But ultimately, having the best output of something is probably... That's a fucking... Whatever. I thought it was going to be a heavier... Oh, here's a heavy. Here's here's a heavy topic. This, this I do want to talk about. Um, this has been bothering me for years. Um, I have a lot of friends that are stoners. I have been around the marijuana a lot in my life. Uh, I do not partake. However, uh, I have just went through a spell of growing my own because uh, the wife uh, likes to indulge in the smoking of the cannabis. (coughs) Excuse me. How unprofessional of me to cough. Um, So we grew some plants and uh, we've already uh, we've already trimmed some. uh, we've let it dry out, and it is uh, cured enough that she's she's very happy with the, how it came out. Um, but an interesting thing, I I've always heard guys refer to refer to the idea of skunk, the smell of skunk, and comparing it to weed. I've been around a lot of stoners, and I've been around a lot of weed smoke, and I've smelled a lot of weed because you fucking stoners will pull out your fucking weed and make everybody smell it, regardless if they smoke or not. You know, here, smell this, man. It smells fucking, fucking great. And not that I don't like the smell of weed. That's not what I'm saying. But it's not the best smelling thing there is, you know. Unless, I guess, I guess it's a really great smelling thing if you're really into weed. But I'm, you know, I'm just now because of the, the, the wife and having, you know, buying, going to, going to a cannabis club and buying and bringing it home. And, oh, smell this one compared to this one. I'm, you know, and now, mind you, my sense of smell is I've been painting houses for almost 20 years and I've worked in warehouses and I've worked in uh, uh, machine shops with insane amounts of dust. And uh, I worked in a place where I sat in a fucking spray booth 
for like 10 hours a day uh, doing powder coating. So like my sense of smell is destroyed, okay? Uh, so, so I can barely smell the difference between these things. But one thing that I can say with certainty is that skunks and weed do not smell the same. That is not the same smell. You smell skunk. I've heard, oh, oh, I was driving by. I thought everyone was getting baked and I felt out it was just a skunk. No, no, you didn't. You smelled a skunk. You did not smell somebody with the Weedles. Okay? That's not the same smell. It's never been the same smell. It's not even close to the same smell. Skunk is gross and, and a deterrent. It's supposed to be a deterrent. It's a, it's a defense mechanism that this animal has evolved to create and it pushes out that smell. When it gets scared or think it's it's, a, it's supposed to ward off predators. It's not a nice smell that's supposed to be inviting you to smoke its flower off of their plant. Skunk and weed is not the same smell. I've said it. God damn it. I've said it. You know what else is happening? And I talked about this last time. Um, uh, I'm trying to do better. Like I was talking about eating better. I'm trying to do better with the eating. Um... Uh, I've had uh, I've had two Diet Cokes since the last we spoke. I've had two Diet Cokes. I'm trying to... I see them. And, 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 and for years, I didn't even think about Diet Coke. It was not even in my fucking thought. It wasn't in my head. I never was like, oh, I need a Diet Coke. Now I see a Diet Coke and I'm grabbing it off the shelf. So as long, I guess I got to just not see it maybe. I don't know. That's the update on uh, my Diet Coke struggle. Um, still not eating the best. Uh, we're going to get a handle on it. You're going to get a handle on it. I need to stop eating for three people and only eat for one, one guy, one small guy, as opposed to a giant fat guy that wants to eat yours too. Let's do that. Let's, oh, look at that. I dropped the phone. We made a, uh, made a noise. Anyway, um, I saw a friend of mine's post. Uh, I got a friend that lives in Oregon. Uh, very interesting thing. Uh, she made a post, uh, took a picture of this house that was decorated for Halloween in a very, very gory, very, very gruesome way. Um, spikes with impaled bodies. Um, uh, somebody hanging from the tree with blood and uh, dismemberment and just it was a very, very gory scene in front of this house that she took a picture of, of their Halloween decorations. Um, not anything that would be out of the normal. It's Halloween, right? The, um, uh, sort of the rub here is that this house is directly across the street from an elementary school. And the topic is, uh, came up, uh, are they in poor taste because they are across the street from an elementary school or, um, does this homeowner, should it matter that he's across the street from an elementary school, should he be able to do whatever the hell he wants? Uh, I thought it was a very interesting uh, sort of back and forth, uh, reading the comments on this post. Uh, a lot of angry parents, a lot of parents upset. Um, why should I have to explain um, what's going on here if my kid asks questions and uh, this shouldn't be, you know, somebody should go in there and tell these people to take that stuff down. Uh, shouldn't uh, These kids shouldn't be exposed to that kind of stuff. And, uh, well, uh, I don't have any kids myself. I am I can't say I am a parent. Um, 
I have had a pretty heavy hand in uh, raising some kids, I believe. I think I've, uh, I would say I've had a good hand in raising some kids. Uh, I was in a relationship for a while where uh, when we met, the woman had a, a four-year-old. And uh, he was a special needs kid and he needed to uh, go to, you know, special schools for uh, behavioral modification. Um, he is the reason why I drove the short bus for a good while. Uh, my boy Alex, uh, and, uh, so I met, I knew Alex from the time he was four till, uh, oh, 11 or 12. I still, I mean, well, I lived with them and helped this woman raise him. And, uh, I think I had a pretty positive influence on the kid's life. He still calls me dad, which I is, I think is great. Uh, just a good kid. He still has his issues. He still has his problems. Um, but as long as he takes his meds, he's fine. Um, and also uh, my last relationship, uh, when I met that woman, she had two, uh, two daughters that were, um, well, how old were the kids then? Uh, 12 and 15, I believe, or 11 and 14, something like that. Um, uh, and I was with that woman for like nine, almost nine years. So, you know, two teenage daughters and throughout the whole thing and having to deal with all that stuff. So I believe I have a, a little bit of a grasp on, what it means to uh, raise kids or, 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 or have a hand in, in, in some child child rearing. And my kind of take is that if you're going to make a big deal about some Halloween decorations and jump up and down and say how awful it is, especially in front of these children, these children are going to want to want to know uh, what's going on with these Halloween decorations. If you ignore it, and pretend like it's not even there, more than likely they won't even notice. And if they do notice and they ask questions, you got to be honest and you got to be open and you got to tell them what's going on. And you tell them they're decorations. It's make-believe. It's goof. It's uh, they're making a joke or whatever it is to soften the blow. I remember as a very, very young child, and I want to say six, seven, eight years old, watching crazy horror films, okay? Blood and guts and scary, scary stuff. And um, my parents would explain to me that, hey, this is make-believe. They're, they're playing pretend. That's not real. That is not blood from that gushing from that man's neck. It is... Uh, <laughs> it is It is pretend. It's ketchup. It's whatever it was. To kind of make me go, oh, okay, well, that's not real. And those images didn't burn into my mind to the point where I uh, have issues with these things or whatever. It was just explained to me that this is entertainment. This is a movie. Everybody's playing pretend. Everybody's playing dress up. Uh, and But yet, you know, it's graphic. It's gore. It's it's uh, homicide. It's uh, It's terrible things. But... When you get told and and you understand that it's not real, I think uh, you can process uh, process that as uh, maybe maybe some kids can't I don't know but um, I think explaining that it is not real that uh, and then maybe they ask well why would they do that you know well then you got to explain you know the concept of horror or the concept of scary you know what I mean they're trying to scare you that's all they're trying to do it's Halloween Halloween's supposed to be scary um, it's not you know. Buzz Lightyear and princesses, in my opinion, it's I like I like the scary Halloween. 
It's the spirits. It's the undead. It's the dead. You're celebrating all that stuff. It's the end of the. Fa- it's the. It's it's the fall season. It's the. Uh, we're getting in. You know, things are dying. Things are dead. The, the leaves are, are brown, and and the the brush is dry, and and it's the start of the renew and the rebirth. You know, um, I don't know. It, if if you are in a position as a parent where you feel like you don't want to or you shouldn't need to explain something to your child, you're not a good fucking parent, okay? Um, You should be ready to take on and handle any of those things that come your way. You should be able to sit down with your kid and have a conversation and don't be condescending and uh, explain to it in a simple way if you can so they can understand, you know? Or... Just talk to them as adults, even as even though they're children, um, they understand. Um, I've had friends that have had kids that they didn't baby talk to their kids and they didn't talk down to their kids. They didn't condescend their child. And uh, guess what? Those kids are very well adjusted. They can handle being around adults and uh, this whole saving and oh, we got to protect them and we got to make sure that uh, they stay uh, children as 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 long as possible. There's some there's some there's some merit to that, but at the same time, you don't want them going through life so bubble wrapped that when adversity finally hits them in their late teens or 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 even later, if they have been protected that long, that they just freak the fuck out and crumble. That's kind of the problem with with kids right now, is um, or I should say young adults. Young adults have been so uh coddled that they are they're freaking out you know i've been hearing things about uh kids going in for their first job interview and mom is sitting in on the interview i got to have mom with me before i can I, I i'm too nervous i'm triggered i need my mommy i'm not hiring you jack get the fuck out of here if you can't handle a job interview without your mom you ain't going to handle it when I tell you, hey, fuckhead, you're doing this thing wrong. I need you to do it this way. Maybe that's me being a shitty boss and calling the kid a fuckhead. That's probably a little bit too much or a little little inappropriate. But at the same time, that's the gravity of the situation. You know what I mean? If you're going to tell somebody that, they, hey, you're doing this wrong. This is how we do it. And you're like, well, but I've, I've been told that I'm special and I can do it. This is the way. I, I, this is my way of doing it. Well, your way of doing it is not the way we do it here at wherever we're at. I almost said Boyle's Painting. That's the name of my paint company. <laughs> Speaking of painting, oh, I guess I have to. And I don't have to, but uh, I feel obligated because uh, I have, I guess, one legit fan of the podcast. And it is Aaron at the Kelly Moore in Castro Valley, uh, Castro Valley Boulevard, Kelly Moore Paint Store. Uh, the store manager, Aaron, is uh, has listened to every episode. He said he has enjoyed it. And um, I, I think I, I made it. And I don't listen back to these podcasts after I record them, which is probably a bad idea that I don't listen to them. But I pretty much get done with them and I put them up. So... Apparently, in the last one, I mentioned something about painting and uh, and running. Oh, I was talking about running ads, I think. And uh, 
I should run ads about stuff that I like. You know, maybe it should be Kelly Moore and I said Sherwin Williams. And he got upset that I mentioned Sherwin Williams after Kelly Moore. But he works at Kelly Moore. He knows that Sherwin Williams is better than Kelly Moore. The only problem, here's the problem with the paint, okay? I'm going to break down paint for you. Because this is why you've listened to the Sean Boyles podcast. So you can learn about paint. Oh, fuck. Anyway, um, I'm going to say if you're to rank the paints, at least here on the West Coast, we have uh, we got Sherman Williams, we got Benjamin Moore, we got Kelly Moore, and we got Dunn Edwards, and then there's the shit at Home Depot, and then there's you know Valspar and fucking garbage stuff like that. Okay. Out of the top three or four, top three or four is going to be Kelly Moore, uh, Benny Moore, uh, uh, Sherwin Williams and uh, the Home Depot stuff, uh, the Bear products. The bear, back in the day, it was garbage. Now it's actually comparable and actually really good. So, in my opinion, they're ranked. Sherwin Williams is top. Sherwin Williams is really, really good paint. They have a lot of different product lines. It's an East Coast company that is made for East Coast weather, and it holds up and is a little bit more durable than the rest, and it and it applies itself a lot better. That's just my opinion. That's how I feel about it. However, running neck and neck for the number two spot, Benjamin Moore and Kelly Moore, in my opinion. Uh, uh, Kelly Moore is sometimes a little grittier of a paint. So if you're running it through spray rigs and stuff a lot, uh, it'll blow out your tips a little faster than some of the other, than, than the other products. And the, and the Home Depot paint's right in there too. So you may have a three-way tie for number two, Okay. Uh, the Bear products at Home Depot, uh, Benny Moore and Kelly Moore. Uh, however, I think the price is better with Kelly Moore. Sherman Williams is, pri- you know, if if now when I say like ranked, you know, number one, you know, and 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 then these three way tie for 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 second, um, it's like it's all it's 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 almost a photo finish, right? Like Sherman Williams is a little bit better. And then the rest are pretty equal, in my opinion. Um, but Sherman Williams is priced like it's astronomically better. Um, so that's why I go with Kelly Moore more often than not. Uh, because I get a bigger uh, contractor discount with Kelly Moore than the other ones. <laughs> oh, hey! Anyway, um, that's, uh, like I said, that's why you've tuned into this podcast, right? To learn about fucking paint products. What a dipshit I am. Um, uh, so we've been dealing with power outages here in the Bay area. Um, uh, Northern California has been dealing with, uh, PG and E, which is our uh, Pacific gas and electric. That's who runs our utilities here in California. Um, and, um, they've been, uh, having power outages due to, uh, pre- what they're saying is preventative, uh, because we're going to have in the forecast of the weather, heavy winds. Uh, we're really, really dry in Northern California right now, as as, as normal for this time of year. Uh, super, super dry. We haven't had any rains yet, which is normal for this time of year. It's really dry. It's uh, moderately warm, but we'll get some high winds. And those high winds create uh, some issues uh, with power lines sometimes getting blown. The power lines get blown into dry brush creates a gnarly fire yeah um so a lot of part of uh northern california is is on fire and um we've had these winds so they shut power off so it was a kind of a double whammy they've had the fires and then they had more more winds 
So they shut power off uh, to some customers, uh, upwards, almost a million customers over uh, the past weekend were without power. My power was out from uh, Saturday evening at about 8 o'clock to um, uh, Monday uh, mid-afternoon. Wasn't a big deal. It is a little weird to camp almost inside your home. Uh, you forget now. The, the, now the only issue with not having power, um, my uh, living situation. I rent a studio apartment in the basement of a man's home, um, and this was an after. It was kind of like an in-law unit made after the fact, after the original build of the home. And when they did that, this unit was made underneath the plumbing of the house. So they had to redo lines into uh, into the basement to make for running water into uh, my little basement unit that's I, that I affectionately call the underbelly because it's under the guy's house. See how that works? That's funny. Ha! Anyway, um, so my toilet and my sink uh, run into a pump that blasts that and, and my shower and then that blasts it up to the street. Uh, which I am severely below uh, the level, the, the street level. So basically, I have this pump that that that, that puts all my poop and pee in uh, shower water and in dirty sink water, and it pumps it uh, to the sewer that's up up on the street. Uh, but with the power outage, my uh, my pump will not work. So I have to go upstairs and use my landlord's toilet. Um, on Monday, Monday morning, after I took my wife to her job, I came back to the home to get ready for my, uh, my work day. And I was struck with a little bit of the, uh, it was a, like a hot, a, a real quick one. It was a quick one, quick shit. Like it comes on quick and you don't have time. You don't got much time. You got to run to the toilet. You got to get your pants off and it's, it's coming out like a bullet train. I don't. Sometimes this happens in the morning, and, and and I don't know why. I don't know what I ate the night before to cause this bullet train of uh, fecal matter that needed to blast out of my backside. But I had to go use my toilet, and uh, and then not flush it because I can't flush it because the pump would overflow, or the t- holding tank would overflow, and I didn't want an issue with that. So a very disturbing, very gross, very violent. Um, turd thing was swimming around in my toilet for the rest of the day. And so when I got done with my job and I went to go pick up the wife to bring her home from her job before, before she can get in the, into the, into the, into the house, I ran to the bathroom and flushed the toilet because the power was back on. See, and, uh, save the day. Didn't have to scare my wife with, uh, the uh abstract art that was uh made in my toilet uh, today is halloween ladies and gentlemen it's halloween uh october 31st uh, i have a gig tonight which it's not gonna matter uh for promoting right now but i got a gig tonight for uh, with mean dave at uh out on livermore california at the rebel kitchen and libation formerly known as the ultra lounge uh, so a little Halloween comedy set tonight, uh, Saturday night, I am hosting a show. 
I have been asked to MC and host a the CD release or the album release show for uh, Skin Lab's new record uh, that came out last week. It escapes my mind what the name of that album is. I did listen to it. It is uh, it's 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 not bad. I don't hate it. Uh, however, I will roast the band a little bit. Um, they asked me. Uh, they did a twenty-year anniversary show uh, last year, and they asked me to host that. And uh, they wanted me to roast them, and I roasted them pretty good. I, I believe we had a good lot of lot of good laughs, and um, so they're having me host. It's also the singer bass player's uh, birthday. Uh, he just turned fifty, so he's celebrating his birthday, and so. Birthday slash album release show. I can do a little ribbing. That's at the Oakland Metro on Saturday night. And then Sunday, um, November 3rd, and I believe Gardino's uh, Italian Restaurante in Los Gatos, California. 8 p.m. show, comedy show there. Uh, Zed was supposed to play on Saturday or on Friday night, but uh, that had to be canceled due to uh, some family emergency type stuff. Uh, I hope everybody's well with that. We're still getting word back and waiting on uh, to make sure everybody's okay. Uh, I'm going to crank out another one of these here in a, probably in a couple days. But uh, here is a, what are we at, episode, this is nine or is this ten? This might be 10, ladies and gentlemen. 10 episodes of the Sean Boyles podcast. Thanks for checking me out. I'm going to go run home and um, uh, clean up real quick and then uh, go tell some dick jokes out in Livermore. How about that? How you like them apples? Do you like apples? Anyway, um, all right, guys, uh, gals, peoples, friends, family, whoever's listening. I enjoy your patronage. Patronage? Um, thanks for checking me out. Uh, hopefully I get my shit together and I have intro music for uh, for the next time. If not, I'll just do it again. We'll do it Bill Burr style. Bill Burr doesn't have intro music. He just starts yapping. And then he's got his daughter and the wife chimes in. And then he does the reads. Uh, he always says, free! Anyway, um... Maybe we'll talk about podcasts next time. Podcasts I'm listening to. Podcasts you're listening to. What are you listening to? Uh, if you got questions, um, I don't know. Maybe email me. That might be the best way. Um, Sean underscore boils at yahoo.com. You can send an email. And if you got questions that you want to ask me, I'll read them on the air. On the air. I'll read them as I'm doing a podcast. Maybe we can have some interaction. Um Otherwise, um, I don't know. Eat dicks. I don't know. I'll talk to you guys later. Peace and hair grease. Bye.